This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. We are here for Chemist Warehouse, heading to Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. And Spitwater, Spitwater high pressure cleaners, tools, not toys, tough and ready. Now we've uh, been lucky enough to get the great Greg Alexander on the line. You there, mate? Kempi, yes, I am, mate. G'day. Hello, Cameron. Hello, Brandy. How are you, mate? Going good. Yes, going good. Just just finished lunch. Mate, uh, how's the preparation been? It's obviously going into a decider and, you know, the pressure ramps up. How's it been in camp? Uh, it's been good, Kempi, yep. Uh, you know, a couple of changes, a couple of key changes to the side because of injury with Happy and Nathan Cleary out of the side. But... Uh, been pretty exciting to get Reese Robson in camp. He's been around the side a couple of times, but um, you know, has this is his this is his first go. And uh Cookie get him back in and uh Mitch Moses uh has worked well with the side. I think Mitch is in a sweet spot in his career. I, I think he's been able to I have sort of been wrapped in his season so far with the Parramatta Eels and he looks in a good spot to handle a game what's coming up because as you said, there's a lot of pressure. It's a massive game. Um New South Wales, you know, aren't under any illusion as to how big it is after losing last year's series. Have to win tonight to keep it alive. Yeah, Brandy, you, you just mentioned um, Mitch Moses and completely deserves his call-up, mate. I, he's been playing, I agree with you, playing fantastic for Parramatta. But it is a big game. How have you seen his week? Um, How has he handled the build-up? Um, and, yeah, the expectation for him as the number seven to go out and, and you know, sort of steer the ship tonight for the Blues? Well, he's, I, you know, I, I think just watching him play footy this year, Cam, and, I'm, you know, if I compare him to the player he was back in 21 when he played uh, in game three up here at Suncorp Stadium, it, it's just he's more composed. He's a different person, actually. You know, he's, he's, he's got a family now. Um, and I, mm. think, I think, you know, in terms of his age and his experience and his attributes, I think he's... You know, just in a sweet spot in his career as to... I don't think he's you know, probably in no better shape throughout his career to play this game and to be, um, you know, ready to go. So, uh, you know, you don't actually know how people will handle things, but I'm pretty confident, you know, that Mitch will handle the, the occasion. Um, I think he's experienced enough, composed enough, and uh, I, th- I think he can handle it. Uh, you know, and he's had a little touch of experience, but... With a with a game two years ago, but he's a I think he's a more um, he's a more mature player, put it that way, and I, I think that that yeah. allows you to handle a sort of situation that he'll face tonight. Now the fact that he's obviously played in 2021, and, and I mean a lot of people forget this, he bloody broke his back and he had two tries yeah. this, you know, so it's not like he didn't have a crack and wasn't Origin made. Did that play a big part in him getting the maybe the jump in front of other players? Uh, yes, I, I guess so. I, I think you, you, you know, when you're thinking about picking someone, Kemp, if it's all, all of it, you think of all of it, mm. what, you know, everything that comes with that player, um, you know, and and I think we spoke about it last week in terms of, you know, how much weight do you put on, 
experience, whether they've been there before, the form that they've, they've you know, they've been playing for their club. Uh, there's a whole lot of things. So I, I guess that played a part of it. The fact that he has been part of this side before, and you know, Nathan has been the halfback for for the last five years. Um, and when he was injured in 21, Mitch came in, and uh, that's the case again, you know, this year. Now, Brandy, what about another debutant, Big Stefano uh, Oi Tukamanu? How's he been this? I'm sure he'd be pretty excited, the, the young man. Yeah, absolutely, Cam. You know, and, and uh, another one, Stefano's been part of the camp. For, uh, you know, he was in with us in 21, and um, he's young, but he's been in good form for the Tigers. And, um, you know, he's ready to go. He's he's pretty quiet. He's, a, you know, he's... he's uh, he doesn't say much, Stefano, but you know that he's uh, yeah. he's got that steely <laughs> glint in his eye. So, um, yeah, he, he'll be ready, and I'm looking forward to watching him play. I, I think he'll he'll hold his own. Yeah, Stefano's a, a really interesting one. I remember when he was called into camp two years ago, and he went on a, an incredible run of form after the camp, and he got interviewed, and he basically said the things that he learnt in that camp from the players of New South Wales and the calibre that were there were just so vital. Have you seen that kind of development over the last two years? And obviously that played a part in giving him his debut. Yeah, yeah. Look, I had a good chat with him uh, through uh, Camp One, you know, and I I think for a lot of young players, it is about, like, it's self-belief and believing they belong in this arena. Mm. Um, Mm. You know, I think, I think physically, you know, they're, they're ready to go, some of the young blokes, but, uh, mentally, they you know they sort of come into camp and and I think his previous camps have helped him believe and and you know certainly drumming into him that you know we yeah. believe in you um, you know the rest of the team believe in you so like, there's no reason why you you know you go out there and be confident in what got you in into an, into the team in the first place and and bring everything that you got in your in your kit bag to the game. Um, but I think it's about self-belief, and I think that helps. That certainly helps them uh, when they've when they've had a little taste of it, Kempy. You know, when they've been in camp with the boys, especially Payne, and you know, he said how much he looks up to Payne, and he's been in camp with Payne and Junior. Um, so I think that's helped him uh, enormously, and I, I, you know, I think for that reason he'll he'll, he'll be good tonight. Now, I've got to ask you. I'm just finishing off my uh, pre-game match notes. <laughs> Can you just confirm, <laughs> you know, mate? Can you can you just confirm what side Ado Carr is playing at Brian Please, because we've seen him swap and change during this camp, mate. <laughs> mm. Well, it, and and you've seen them because um, we we actually let the media in and let them film it. <laughs> you know, you blokes put the cages up around the fence and say, "You blokes get out of here," because. Don't worry, we go searching through, we trawl through some media and we go, oh, we haven't seen any. We, they barely touch the ball. We just see them, just see them do their exercise. We haven't, no. Uh, uh, look, one, one will be in number two and one will be in number five. Um, I, I can stuff, confirm mate. that. Um, in 21, in, in, in 2021, uh, it was Brian on the left and as it was in game one and Fox on the right. They they, they, they can switch. Uh, but I'll leave that up to Freddie. That's that's Freddie's domain. Yeah. One hour before yeah, kickoff, boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. Yeah. Mate, um, <laughs> you, you mentioned Payne Haas and Stefano obviously looking up to him. You know, I personally yeah. thought one of the kind of players that obviously it was a devastating loss to game one and, and Payne Haas is a guy, when he came in, he debuted... 
he didn't play poorly at all, but I think he, he may have been a bit young. Whereas when you look at game one and at least the stats, he ran for the most meters of any front rower, didn't miss a tackle, I'm pretty sure, and made the most tackles. He actually had quite yeah. a, a, a like a good game. Yeah. Yeah, look, you know, front rowers don't have to... Like, front rowers can have great games without without everyone going, oh, wow, didn't he play well? Mm. Like, you know, like front rowers can be sneaky good, can't they? They can... Mm. They can do their job. They can dominate. They can, you know, they can be really good without everyone going. Well, he was the best player. But Payne, you know, Payne just chews those meters out. Like any, any, he does it. You know, Payne. I'm sure Payne could play 80 minutes if mm. you wanted to. You know, and and Brisbane have done that with him. You know, yeah. Brisbane, Payne's an incredible athlete. Um, he just keeps going, and um, you know, he, he'll be good. But he's he's turned himself into a. You know, there was a, another young bloke. You know, that probably, you know, just didn't, didn't this he was this incredible player and you had to make him believe that he belonged in the Origin Arena. Mm. Um, but he does. He does now. And, you know, he's he's got the other boys that look up to him. Now, Brandy, you you played State of Origin football at what was called Lang Park. It's now Suncorp Stadium. Can you just mm. describe to all of our listeners what it's like playing at the Cauldron in an Origin? Uh, yeah, there's nothing like it, Cam. Um, you know, um, uh, back in my day, like in the 80s, um, you know, when, and yes, and Queensland were, you know, Alf and um, the King and Gino and Mal, and um, they had an incredible side sort of in the mid to late 80s. And, and playing at Suncorp, you know, the Caxton Street Drive, and, um, you know, that was always famous. But it... Uh, we we actually we had to enter the ground, um, the old Lang Park. You, you had to actually walk through a bar to get into the the dressing room. So can you imagine that? Like we had to actually say the New South Wales team had to get off the bus and then walk through a bar in the ground. And I'm sure they like I'm sure it was just set up like that. There was probably another entrance somewhere, but they they usher us through this bar. Like, the abuse that you get would be uh, just, you know, priceless. <laughs> just, but, it, yeah, there's um, – the records show how hard it is to win it at Suncorp Stadium or the Old Lake Park, you know. And, and I think both sides, you know, uh, their home grounds are their fortress and, it, and it's always, the, you know, just that much bigger challenge to win away from home. Uh, yep. You know, these boys, the, the core of this side have done it in the past. So, um, yep. you know, they've just got to believe they can do it again. Um, and it's a massive challenge, but boy, our cricketers won last night, and that was a massive challenge. Mm. Yeah. Now, mate. Uh, again, just another a positive. You know, so you know, everyone's so passionate about game one, and I understand. You know, when it's your state loses, you, you try to look at the the negatives. But another positive is is Stephen Crichton. You know, he, he probably didn't have the best debut, I think, last year, but he's come back, and mm. I thought he was one of your best in game one, and, and he's fought his... Now, yeah, Latrell's out, but he's fought his way back into the side, and I think that's a another positive for New South Wales. Yep, yep, that's true. I, I thought, you know, that left side of Jerome and uh, and Stephen Crichton were, were very good, and, and Stephen, um, you know, I, I spoke about Stephen last... You know, coming into last... Uh, the last game in Adelaide about just how... Confident I was with Stephen replacing Latrell. You know, blow. Yes, not not good to have Latrell ruled out in both games. But you know, he pulled out early last week, only a couple of days into camp. So it's allowed Stephen to 
to train with the side. And you're right, Denon, that, that um, Stephen was very good. So, yeah, I think the boys, you know, while disappointed at Troll, you, you move on very quickly and you just you play with what you got. And uh, and Stephen certainly got the confidence of all the, the, the rest of the team. So, Brandy, what will, you know, we're only a few hours away um, from the from the game. All the boys will be probably putting their feet up and having a bit of a rest now before yep. the game. Yep. Yep. I'm, I'm sure the, the Queenslanders are the same, Cam. They just, they've just finished lunch or finishing lunch, and, you know, some blokes like to have a, an hour's sleep and some, some don't, and some just sort of walk around and, um, you know, and then there'll be a, a sort of late bite to eat just before we leave. and. I think we're on the bus at six o'clock, so not far from it. We're at the Sofitel, so we're pretty close to Lang Park, so it won't take us long to get there. And and that's it, ready to ready to go, mate. Thank you so much for joining us, Greg. Really appreciate it, mate. And uh, we'll uh, see you on the other side. Good on you, boys. Good on you, Brad. Great to talk. Thanks, Kempy. Thanks, Smitty. Thanks, mate. There he is. The great Greg Alexander, absolute legend for giving his his time on game day. Now, after the break, we are going to share our holy schnitz moment. Thanks to schnitz.